Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. again, I'm your host, Marie Green, and this week we're talking about how to get your groove back. I think we've talked about this a bit before when we talked about how to get your creative juices flowing and staying inspired, but there's something quite specific about losing your groove. It's more than just feeling short on inspiration or running low on ideas. Losing your groove happens when life gets super heavy. And I'm sure you know what I mean because I feel like we all go through this a little bit here and there when we're overwhelmed and tired, when we're maintaining a pace that doesn't leave us any wiggle room to challenge ourselves creatively or think outside the box or even just the space to try new things. When you're feeling tired, powerless, frustrated, overwhelmed, overworked, sad, or discouraged, your groove is going to get out of whack. And there's no way around those hard parts of life. They happen, sometimes in a big way. But what I found is that making space for creativity and protecting your groove can help you show up to the big things that life is asking of you in a more powerful way. It's really tempting, and frankly, it's often our default to give and give and give, leaving nothing left in the well. And when you don't have anything left, it's pretty hard to show up when you need to. When this happens to me, I notice that the days start to run together in a blur of tasks and to-dos, but without a real sense of getting anywhere specific. Suddenly the calendar turns to the new month and I'm left wondering where the last month or even the last few months went, which by the way, if you're listening on the day this episode lands, it's the first day of August, a new month. Do you know where July went? I don't. So this week, I really want to dig into this whole creative groove business and talk about why we lose it and hopefully send you some positive reinforcements that if you're in one of those spots right now where you feel like you've lost your groove, A, you're not alone, and B, it's not forever. So let's peel away the layers of this onion. First, sometimes I don't think we realize we've lost our groove until it's been out of whack for a while. At first, things just start to feel a bit harder and more laborious. The ideas start drying up like a forgotten houseplant, and suddenly things that seemed brilliant just a little while ago are starting to look a little bit daunting. Maybe I'll save those for later, or maybe it wasn't such a great idea after all. Isn't it funny how big ideas seem awesome when you're in the groove and everything's clicking and when you're a bit out of sync, the ideas start to lose their luster. And then before you know it, the fog sets in. The fog is that feeling when everything you're trying to work on seems destined to flop, when it feels like you're spinning your wheels and new ideas just aren't coming. And you start to wonder if maybe you're not that good at this. Hold up, my friend. That's why it's so important to keep yourself in the groove. This reminds me of a little stone water fountain decoration that my husband and I had many years ago. It was the cutest thing, and there was always the sound of water trickling in the background, which I find quite soothing. 
Our cat also loved it, and one of the problems with his fondness for the little waterfall was that he often used it as a drinking fountain, which probably wasn't exactly good for him, but you try telling a cat he's not allowed to drink from a trickling waterfall, and you see if he listens because mine didn't. (laughs) The problem with the cat falling in love with the waterfall is that it ran out of water more quickly than I often realized. And I tried my darndest to keep it filled, but lo and behold, we forgot about it for a few days and it ran out of water and the motor burned out. And I think that's what happens to us when we get out of our groove. Creativity fills up the well and it keeps the motor running. And when we don't give ourselves that permission and space, when we don't make it a priority, especially as creative people who feel compelled to make and bring ideas to life, our motors burn out too. So what does it take exactly? Because we can't change what life sends our way, but we can tackle it in a stronger way when we feel stronger. And we feel stronger when we let creativity play an important role in our lives. Being creative and taking time to make can help us fill our reserves so we have more to give. So here's how to get your groove back when it's out of whack, or at least these are some things that work for me, and maybe they'll work for you too. First, make something without any attachment to the results. I do this because it gets me back in the motion of making and it keeps those wheels greased and going even if it's not something I'm really, really set on or have put a lot of thought into. It's just the act of making. So often this means working on something totally out of the routine. So it might mean getting out my sewing machine and making pillowcases, something practically foolproof. The goal here is to do something creative that has a low threshold of failure. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel right now. You're just kind of trying to stretch those muscles again and get the ball moving. Obviously, if you're feeling uninspired and a bit blah, it's not a good time to dive into a huge, expensive project. But sewing a rectangle, I bet you could probably do that. Number two, bake something and then share it with a friend. I figure when all else fails and your other projects seem to be forsaking you, I'm raising my hand because that happens to me sometimes, there's always the joy of baking a batch of chocolate chip cookies or snickerdoodles and it comes to the rescue. You get a little instant gratification, which I think is a surefire way to get your groove back and sharing it with a friend is just good for the soul. Number three, get your hands in the dirt. This is going to sound a little weird, especially if you're not someone who typically enjoys gardening or planting things, but there's just something about getting your hands in the dirt that helps to ground you. And I'm not trying to be punny there. It really does do the trick. If you're feeling out of sync, pull some weeds, plant something. Even if it's just a pot that you'll keep on your patio, Better yet, plant a seed so you can watch it grow. There's nothing more inspiring than seeing a seedling appear. In fact, it really seems to bring out the child in all of us. Number four, clean and organize your space. I know I've talked about this before, but it's a really good way to get your groove back. While reorganizing my creative space is a great way to do it, I've also had great results organizing my kitchen or my bedroom closet. It really doesn't matter which part of your house or your workspace that you tackle. It's just that act of really getting organized, of releasing things that you no longer want or need. 
clearing space, ah, it's just stop, stopping and focusing on a productive task. And it just can help you clear your head and find your way back. Number five, dig around for an old unfinished project and give it another try. The other day I was organizing some drawers and I came across a bunch of old store-bought sweaters that I had felted in the washing machine, which actually the correct term is fold, but we usually say felted because that's the norm. So I'm going to go with that. Anyway, I remembered I wanted to use them to make oven mitts and I hadn't gotten around to it. I have been sitting on those sweaters for probably seven or eight years. I'm embarrassed to admit that, but it's true. So I pulled everything out to see what it would take to get them finished. And to be honest, I haven't done it yet. So this isn't the the story come full circle, but it's sort of exciting to pull out an old project that you've forgotten about and just kind of be reminded of old ideas that might've fallen by the wayside. And now I'm kind of excited to get back to it. Number six, move your body. Get on a bicycle, go for a walk, get the blood pumping. You'll notice that you're thinking more clearly by the time you finish. My husband and I like to go for walks in the neighborhood and we end up with the best ideas on those walks. Literally, some of the things that we've decided to change our lives completely have happened when we were on a walk together. Number seven, frog something. This is a knitting term, so if you're not a knitter, this will be new to you, but it's a term we use when we're talking about ripping out a project. We call it frogging because we rip it, rip it. (laughs) But here's the thing. It doesn't matter what kind of creative world you live in. There's probably something on your workbench or in your project bag or on your shelf that's taking up space and energy in your head and We both know you don't want to work on it. Frog it. Toss it. Give it away. Don't let it take up any extra space. Creative space is prime real estate, and we don't want to give it to anything that doesn't deserve to be there. It is so liberating to let it go. And if you're feeling like you're out of your groove and things are just a little out of whack, you can take all the help you can get just clearing out some of that old yucky energy projects that are just stifling you. Get rid of them. Clear that slate so you can use that creative energy in a different way. Number eight, say no to something you don't want to do. One of the reasons we get out of our groove in the first place is we get bogged down. If you want to lighten the load and feel a little bit freer to think and be and create, you've got to create some white space. Now, this is coming from someone who is pretty terrible at doing this for myself. So I'm going to take my own advice here and tell you that creating a little white space opens up the creative field significantly. So look at everything on your to-do list and ask yourself, do I really have to do all these things or do I just feel like I have to? And do I really want to do all of these things? Because believe it or not, most of the time we do have a choice. It's just hard to say, uh, no thanks, I don't want to. <laughs> but You don't have to word it like that. You could say, thank you, but it's not a good time. Or I'm sorry, but I'm not available. Oprah Winfrey once said, and she's so great, um, that no is a complete sentence 
and that we don't have to follow it up with excuses. I know it's tempting, but if there's something you need to say no to so you can get your joy back, you don't have to even explain why. You just decide and then you do it. And again, it's freeing up that creative space. It's freeing up the energy so that you can direct it somewhere that's better for you. Number nine, and this one's going to sound a little weird, but go to an antique store or a flea market with a friend. I'll tell you what, there is nothing like looking at a collection of old things to get the wheels turning. If you feel like your inspiration is all dried up, grab a buddy and go antiquing, as my mom likes to call it. Whether you come home empty-handed or with a trunk full of treasures, your cup will be a little fuller for it. Because it's not about buying things. It's about seeing and touching things that once belonged to someone else. It's imagining the stories of those items and who once loved them. It's a great quick fix when you need a boost. So here's the thing. Creativity comes from a place of abundance. And the more it flows, the more it flows. It's just how it works. So when you're feeling stifled or not abundant, if you're feeling like you've lost your groove, maybe you're feeling competitive or like someone else is doing better. You just don't want to get stuck there. It's no place to be. Life is so short and so precious. We don't want to waste any of it stuck or out of our groove if we can possibly help it. It's important to get back in the swing of things as soon as you can. Get back into the flow. Because when you're feeling alive and joyful and inspired, you get to bring that powerful energy to everything else in your life and in the world around you. You bring that to your family and your relationships and your work and your community. Being the change that we wish to see in the world begins with a full reservoir so that we have what it takes to keep showing up and doing good work. Losing your groove isn't the end of the world, but it can feel pretty discouraging. But don't worry, you can get it back. And worst case scenario, you sit with it for a day or two and you acknowledge it and just feel the feeling of not being quite in sync at the moment, but knowing that you will be soon. And then do what you can today to help find your way back. Take those little steps. By the way, losing your groove can happen in little ways too. It doesn't always knock you all the way off your horse. So even if you're just feeling a little wobbly, do what you can to steady yourself, knowing that having a full cup is as good for those around you as it is for you. This is your prescription for joy this week. And maybe if you're not the one that needs to hear it, you can share the message with someone who does. That's it for this time, my friend. Keep your tank full and keep making space for joy wherever and whenever you can. Until next time, you've got this. 